Hashtag Packwatch, episode 24. I'm Zach Jewell here with co-host Jack Witter. A lot went down in the world of sports. Yeah, especially the Pro Bowl. I mean, what an <laughs> exciting weekend. Huge weekend. Um, you know, a couple hours ago, Kyrie just got traded. Mm-hmm. That's a big deal. We're going to talk about that along with our official Packwatch Super Bowl predictions. Official. You don't need to listen to anything else. Yeah. Just... Whatever I say, Jack's going to be wrong. Let's be real. I mean... We might be right. We might have the same um, opinion, but I don't, who knows? I don't think we will. Okay. Um, let's get right into it. I want to start off with Kyrie. I think so. Yeah. Um, fascinating trade. It happened so quick. Yes. You know? Um, for people who are unaware, the trade is Dorian Finney-Smith, Spencer Dinwiddie, a first and a second for Kyrie Irving. Yeah, um, this is, sorry, this is, you know, um, I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like it could, you know, it raises the Mavs ceiling, but, and it lowers the Nets ceiling. Um, I mean, I don't know if the Nets can win a championship where Nicholas Claxton is their second option, but. Um, so this is what I basically got to say, okay? You know, I do not like the trade for the Mavs. I think that. Luca, the help that Luca need didn't need the form that his help needed to come in was not a point guard, and especially one that you know isn't the best defender. And we're looking at a team now; their two lead, their two best players are both ISO guys. So I don't know how that's going to propel their offense that much. Now I do think, obviously, adding a guy like Kyrie Irving to your team immediately boosts your stock, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, you got you to gotta think about this. Like, they needed a guy that Luka could play with, not play against. I, th- I think Luka can play with Kyrie. Um, you know, Luka can be a playmaker. He can, you know, play on the wing a little bit. Yeah, I, mean, I think I think you can't ask Kyrie to be the playmaker. I think you have to ask Luka. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I mean, their big hole this year was losing Jalen Brunson. Yeah. And now they've got, like, Jalen Brunson plus and Kyrie Irving. Mm-hmm. So, but unfortunately, they lost... Two really solid depth pieces. Yeah. To get him. Um, I just don't like the fact that, you know, the Mavs. Yeah, they made the Mavs beat the Suns in the first round last last um, playoff run, right? But with Jalen Brunson and basically the same team, like build up. I think they didn't really. They got Christian Wood, who really hasn't been producing very well for them. No. Um, but I think. You know, if that didn't get you that far, yeah, you beat the one seed. Congrats. That that's a big deal. But I don't think you can do that again this year. I think that you needed to get a guy that can mesh well with Luca. And I don't think Kyrie can. Now on the other side, on the other side, I think that the Brooklyn Nets um, bringing Dinwiddie back was uh, isn't a terrible idea. No, um, I don't think it's a good idea either. Let me get it, that out. It's just it, it kind of it's gonna suck for the Nets either way because they were never gonna get a star back. Correct, Kyrie. because Kyrie wanted to leave. Every, yeah. everyone else had the leverage. They had nothing. Um, I I, I want to I would be interested to see you know assuming the Lakers made an offer what that was. Yeah. If I'm the Nets, are are you gonna take you know I I assume it'd be a three two trade. They wouldn't take Westbrook. But yeah. You know I'd be interested to see how they you know chose to take. You know, one first-round pick from the Mavs, which is probably not going to be that great. Mm-hmm. Plus, you know, older Spencer Dinwiddie and, you know, solid young role player and Dorian Finney-Smith. Yeah. I kind of I, I would like to hear what the other offers were, but, you know, it's hard for me to be excited by either of these teams at this point. 
It's going to be interesting to see what Kyrie Luka can do, but I don't think they're a serious threat. I think they could, you know, their peak is the conference finals again. I agree. But I'm not sure if, you know, you put them against any elite team with a deep bench, you know, they can really go that go the distance with that team, you know. Yeah, and, you know, I honestly... Okay, so Kyrie wanted out for the reason that he wanted out of Cleveland. The reason, like, he wants to be the first option. And he's not. So I'm not really sure what, you know, how long until he requests another trade. You know, if he's going to be extended. I don't, I don't see a way that he gets extended this offseason unless they win the win the finals. Or he, and he plays amazing. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he didn't really seem to have a problem with being second fillet to Kevin Durant for... Two years. Yeah, but then I don't understand why he is now all of a sudden. Well, I don't think it's about Kevin Durant. It's about the contract extension because, I mean, I as you know, he's been you know dropped by Nike. You mm-hmm. know, I think he wants long-term security, and the Nets are you know basically said, you know, you're Kyrie Irving. You've been a little problematic. Problematic. We're not going to give you four years supermax. We're going to give you two years for like forty million dollars, whatever. He's like, no. I mean, I can get anybody to pay me that. I can get the mass to pay me that. Because they're desperate, but yeah, he'll have options this off season. You know, the Lakers will definitely continue to you know pursue pursue. So we'll see. I don't know. I like the. I, I'm not a huge fan of the trade. I think that it's just unfortunate that Kyrie. I mean, the the Brooklyn Nets were playing very well up until Kevin Durant got hurt. Yeah. So like, they won like nine to ten or something like that. And I'm interested in seeing you know. A guy like Cam Thomas, who dropped 44 last night, what his role is going to be on the team now that there's a... Nah, he won't be starting. He'll still come, be coming off the bench, but he'll get significantly more minutes. Uh, he'll get more minutes. And we'll, I, I, I would be really interested to see what the Nets can do. If they if they can flip Ben Simmons... Before the tread, de- before before the the tread the deadline. Because then that gets really interesting yeah. um, for the Nets. But at this point, you know... The Nets don't really scare me, but if they're able to get a good trade from Ben Simmons, because they have some, you know, draft capital built up from the Harden trade and yeah. this trade, so I and they got some. They have they have a they have a decently deep team, I think, mm-hmm. and and they could they could get deeper, or they could you know, you know, first to a selling team. I don't know who it would be, but try to get a star for Ben Simmons plus draft capital. Yeah, who knows? We'll see, but you know, I think the Nets are still a move away, and yeah. I, I you know, I don't know what the Mavericks do at this point. I think they play a couple games. Trade deadline is February 9th. They have 9th. four days. Four days, so there's not that much time to figure it out. So, you know, maybe the Mavericks are thinking long term. Maybe they have assurances that Kyrie will resign, but it seems like a really risky move. But interesting. You know, we thought the trade deadline was going to be boring. I mean, yeah. Okay. Next is we're talking about the Super Bowl. Big deal, big deal. That's surprising. I, I thought, know. I thought we would talk about the long drive competition at the Pro Bowl. <laughs> at the Pro Bowl. Um, Give it to me straight up. Who you, who who are you picking? Without saying anything else, who are you picking? This is a tough one. Okay. I've, so I've, I, I've I told you without saying anything else, you got to pick one. Lock it. If I had to pick one. Yeah, you have to pick one. One shot. One shot. Martin to the death being pointed. Fate at of the, the universe. Fate of the universe on the line. What are we, what are we looking at? I've got to go with the birds. Okay. I disagree. But you knew I was going to disagree. Let's yeah, you're, you're a little bit of a... Patty Mahomes muncher at this point. I love Vazirogs. <laughs> I love Vazirogs. Okay, let me explain my reasoning. Okay. The Eagles are a good team. Okay, that there's, there's no doubt in my mind that they were a very talented team. Now, they've had a Mickey Mouse run 
to the Super Bowl, and you can agree, you you should agree with me. I, on I this. do agree with you on that. Correct. Point. They played Josh Johnson and Daniel Jones. How good are those quarterbacks? Occasionally, I mean Josh Johnson. That's not their fault, obviously. Um, but when you have a guy, when you when you put Brock Purdy back in the game, who literally can't throw the ball because he tore his UCL, um, you know what what are you asking for at that point? Like you're going, you can't win that game with just running the ball, even if you have a talented runner like Christian McCaffrey. So, I think we've got to look at the larger body of work from this team and see that the defense, because this is really a statement on the defense, the the quarterbacks thing, like who they played. Yeah. This defense has been, like, so good this entire season against mm-hmm. good quarterbacks that I'm not really worried about, you know, Mickey Mouse games against um, the Niners and the Giants. And, frankly, you know, the Niners and the Giants are really good defenses, and the Eagles' offense, nonetheless, Excel. dropped 30 yeah, bombs yeah, yeah. on them. So I agree. I think that the Eagles' offense is good, and I think that my only, con- I, my only concern with picking the Chiefs is – the health of their team. I think fully healthy Chiefs blow by the birds, in my opinion. And I blow know that, by. I think blow by. I think you, they fully win by two scores. Um, a fully healthy Patrick Mahomes, a fully healthy receiving core. I, I don't see a fully healthy, healthy Travis Kelsey, offensive line, defense, Legarius needs back. I think all of that, they win this game. And and now you ready? Where people forget. There's a two-week gap between that NFC Championship game and that Super Bowl. So Patrick Mahomes is going to be fine, okay? He's going to be completely fine. And he looked great in the in the AFC Championship game, correct? Great. For a guy with one leg. I mean, yeah. I mean, how many one-leg guys have we seen in the okay. NFL? Yeah, but, fair. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes, you know, they're obviously like, four or five bad plays from him just purely due to his leg but there are also like four to five plays that you're like well, how do he do that with his leg with, with his leg yeah um you know I said I said before the championship game I thought you know the receivers didn't matter I thought this Bengals defensive line was going to give them problems yeah Jack went 0-2 for his picks if anyone anyone wondered like I, went two, that, like, I went 2 to, like if we provide context for the entire playoffs I was I was pretty spot on with my championship game predictions who was going to be there yeah once we got there it was a little rough. Things got a little rough. But, you know, it's two games. It's easy to... Yeah. Um, we have to, But, like, you know, I mean, I didn't, you know... The Bengals played horribly Horrible. on defense. They played a bad game. And they were still in it. And if it weren't for, you know, some dumb... You know, some penalties were dumb by the Bengals. Some penalties were a little questionable. Yeah. Referee. I think this was a toss-up game. Frankly, the Bengals-Chiefs. I think either team could have won it. You know, play ten times. Bengals would have won five. Chiefs would have won five. But I do think the but, questionable plays or refereeing that you're saying has nothing to do with the last play. No, of the no, game. no, 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 no. Totally, I totally, totally, oh, horrific, I totally agree. Horrific play by but, um, Bengals linebacker. You know, I feel, I feel like I'm like, repeating my points in pre the championship game, but I think it applies more now. The Chiefs are going from you know playing against you know, Mike Hilton and Eli Apple to mm-hmm. playing against Panthers legend James Bradbury. <laughs> And Darius Slight, two very good corners. Um, the only thing that they don't have the speed, though, I don't think. But you know, they got and the, who's, they, they got the tech. They got the tech. They got the tech. And who who's over here guarding? This, that's what I was about to get to. The one thing that worries me is C.J. Gardner Johnson. Is blanketing C.J. Gardner Johnson on Travis Kelsey? Yes, I don't think that's a good matchup. I 
I, I would have to look, you know, look at the tape, you know? Yeah. See how C.J. Gardner-Johnson, if he even has played Travis Kelsey in the past. Or if he's played, like, some big tight ends. So, I... That's, that's Jack's like, unprepared. He hasn't been watching film. I, I haven't watched the film yet. I haven't watched the All-22. Um, I'm worried about that matchup, but it's hard not to be. Yeah, um, I think any if you put any safety on Travis Kelsey, I'm I'm worried unless they have a lot of help or even a, a linebacker. I'm, anybody on Travis Kelsey, you need help for him. Just based off, you know, last week, I feel like this game on the uh, Chiefs offense versus Eagles defense side comes down to how healthy is Patrick Mahomes able to get to? Because this Eagles pass rush is one of the best of all time. Like, statistically, is one of the best pass rushes of all time. Statistically, I don't think talent-wise. Talent-wise, no. But, but yeah, they have four Hassan guys in you know, double-digit sacks. I mean, they are very good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll see how much. If they can get, you know, Fletcher and Cox can get pressure. You know, Hassan Rack can get pressure on Patrick Mahomes and make it uncomfortable. Maybe Dynamic and Sue. Yeah, Dynamic Sue stomps on him. Um <laughs> Because, frankly, the, the problem the Bengals had was they just didn't make Patrick Mahomes uncomfortable. Correct. They didn't punish him for having a hurt angle. A, a, her angle. Like, that, like, you know, that third down play in the red zone where he, he just stood in the pocket for forever and found who was in the end zone for that. I don't know. But, you know, it was it just— It doesn't rid- matter. It was ridiculous. Yeah. You know? So that that's why I have to choose the Eagles. Like, the matchup a little better. Um, offensively, you know, I feel like this is the less hype matchup. The Eagles offense versus the Chiefs defense, which has, frankly, been very good. They're a little banged up. I think that's going to be an issue with uh, how healthy Legereus Need is. Because at this point, it doesn't matter how healthy you are. If you can play 75%, you're playing in the game, yeah. I think. And, and I think that uh, applies to the rece- the Chiefs receivers as well, who are banged up. I mean, Travis Kelsey had some back issues. Didn't stop him in the AFC Championship mm-hmm. game. But um, McCall Hardman's hurt. Juju's hurt. Um, Mar- Marquez uh, Valdez-Scanling's hurt. And I think at this point... At least two of those guys are going to play. Yeah. So I think... I don't be surprised if all of them play. Yeah, and Isaiah Pacheco's playing great right now. So, you know... If only he could have done that in the regular season, more consistently for... For Jack's uh, fantasy team. But, you know, I, I think that this this game's going to come down to the better defense compared to the better offense. I, I, I Yeah, I would agree. And um, definitely, like, whoever scores more points will win the game. That's, that's, that's a very good That's take. a hot take. Um, thanks, Boger. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you know, kind of on your injuries point, we have to consider the the Chiefs just played in a dogfight against the Bengals. I mean, yeah. they were like going all at it for sixty minutes while the Eagles just kind of cakewalked over the 49ers and were resting guys in the fourth quarter. So, kind of that attrition heading yeah, into the two, game. You have two weeks to prepare to recover. I don't. I feel. Uh, I feel like it still is an effect. You uh, know? I don't know. I don't. I mean, I see where I see if the game was like the week after, mm-hmm. I'd be hundred percent with you. But we're looking at they give they give the guys two weeks for the exact reason that everyone's a hundred. You know, but you know, you gotta wonder what they're doing in Phoenix. Are they really spending all their time in Phoenix? You know, preparing to <laughs> recover? Or are they you know going they out, out? Are they out? going out? You know, at what, the bars, what, what clubs. Are they what are they doing in Phoenix? What is Juju doing? I don't know what is Patrick, what is Jackson dragging Mahomes out for? You know, <laughs> what do they do? What, I know Travis is gonna be doing something. Oh, hundred percent, Travis is out. Uh, um, yeah, I think that's that's a. I don't know. Yeah, my final score prediction. You ready? We're doing we're doing this right now. You ready? Official pack watch score predictions. I think the Chiefs will win thirty one twenty four with 
Isaiah Pacheco rushing for 100-plus yards. 31-24. Yep. And Patrick Mahomes throwing two touchdowns, I think. I think it's a good bet. I think it's safe. I think the Eagles will win 42-38. to 42-38. You're putting a lot of pressure on that young quarterback, Jalen Hurts, huh? Because... Personally, the some of the throws I saw him make in the NFC Championship game are not throws of a of a guy that is in MVP conversations. He had the statistical year, but he overthrows and throws some non-accurate passes. But when you've got AJ Brown and Devontae Smith going uh, up against a banged secondary, I guess. But I'm just saying, when it comes down to it, are we gonna see? Are we gonna see look, somewhere look, 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 whoever look. has the ball first gonna win this look, game? Are we gonna see? We can talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. Thing where he tries to hit Emmanuel Sanders over the middle to win the Super Bowl versus the Chiefs, and he overthrows his wide-open receiver. Is that what's going to happen? Look, I think you're forgetting something mm-hmm. that Jimmy G does not have. Because Jalen Hurts has, run the ball. has that dog in him. <laughs> Jalen Hurts' dog per 36 is incredible. It's, it's wild. I mean, you know, even though he only had 11 completions in the NFC Championship game, yeah, he's a, a dog. 11 completions. He's a dog. Um, I also think it depends on how how that run how that run game is for the Eagles. Yeah. Um because to be like I I think that I think that the Chiefs are gonna be able to come out and, and put a good lead on. I think that the more fast fast paced team, they're the most more they're more electric than the Eagles, I think, offensively. And I think what's gonna happen is and honestly, if I'm the Eagles, I do not want to play from behind because I do not have. Okay, I'm a Jalen Hurts. Like, okay, I don't. I think he's good. I think he's good. I think you. You think he's better than Tua? Yes, I think he's better than Tua. That's that's, that's like a good bar for like. Is Zach really a hater? Or is he like being objective? <laughs> I think he's. I think he's better than Tua, and I think, like, I think yes, I think he's better than Tua. Last year, I said you asked me the same question if Mac Jones is better than Tua. I said no, and I stand by that, and I think you agree with me. Yeah, I'd agree. Um, but yes, I think Jalen Hurts is a little bit better than Tua, okay? And that run, that running ability, it makes him a lot better than Tua in that in that regard. But I think, you know, the thing that Tua had has on Jalen Hurts is the accuracy, which is that's that's not even up for argument. Jalen Hurts, when throwing the ball deep, is not a very accurate quarterback. He has the receivers that can make plays, but when it comes down to it, if you are losing in the Super Bowl. I don't want to. I don't want to put the. I don't want to have to throw the ball every single down with Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I think he's going to make a lot of plays, but I'd rather just be able to control the ball on the ground because, to be fair, the Eagles' ground game is pretty good. So, that's that's my thing. If the Chiefs get onto an early league, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's anywhere any way that the Eagles come back. You know who the Bengals' leading rusher was last week? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, on four attempts, for thirty yards. Which is kind of the key to the game, I think. If the Eagles, because the Bengals put him very close, despite I thought the the Bengals are going to run all over the Chiefs, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Um, if the Eagles can get that running game going, they can get Miles Sanders going, they can get Jalen Hurts going in the option. I don't think the Chiefs will be able to stop him. And it doesn't matter what Mahomes does, you know, if he can't, if the 
Eagles are able to do two clock, yeah. run the ball. Have the ball, have possession the entire game. He's going to slip up at one point, and the Eagles are going to pull away. Correct. I agree with but that. But if the Chiefs' defense is able to step up and stop the running game and force Jalen Hurts to duel Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes winning that battle. In the passing game, injured Mahomes with Jalen Hurts is a very interesting. I'm still taking Mahomes. And I, I think, think most I think Mahomes people are. probably has a slight edge there. I think I... I think that Mahomes, like when it comes down to it, especially with the receiver, with the receiving threat, you, you're gonna have to get that ball out quick if you're Patrick Mahomes with that injury, and you don't want anyone falling your ankle. You don't know how good your your offensive line is gonna hold up against a really good pass rush. You're gonna have to get that ball out quick, and you have the speed on your receivers to be able to throw that ball deep, only holding it for two and a half seconds in the pocket. So, if it comes down to that, I think the Eagles have the better receivers, but I think in the matchup. The Chiefs have the better receivers. In the pure, if you have A.J. Brown on that team as Patrick Brown's number one wide receiver and only wide receiver, I don't think it goes that well because he'll have, I think he'll have like 13 catches for like 65 yards. That's a bad take. 13 catches for 90 yards. Okay. I don't think you, he averages over, I don't think a receiver can average over 10 yards a catch with an injured Patrick Mahomes unless you're extremely fast, mm-hmm. which the Chiefs luckily have like three of those guys. I think the key for the Eagles is going to be, you know, running the ball, as I said, and then getting up and trying to, you know, force Mahomes to try to play hero ball mm-hmm. on uh, his injured ankle. Because against the Bengals, like as I said, he was able to just sit in the pocket, just distribute. He, like, he only made a couple crazy plays, but mostly he was just hitting his check down. Exactly. Know, hitting the first read, so... You got to make him uncomfortable, and you got to make, make him press a little bit, um, and don't push him out of bounds. <laughs> okay, I think that's all we got to talk about, right? Yeah. I'm Zach Jewell. I'm Jack Witter. And this was Hashtag Pack Watch.